Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. It's a game day. We believe. I mean, how can you really know? Marty, this typically would fall into the category of a short week, right? Like you had Martin Luther King Day on Monday, the holiday. But now, does it not feel like the longest week I ever? I see where you're going. It has been a long week. And really, to be honest with you, it's kind of funny because my kids didn't have school again today. And yesterday in the South Town, East Aurora, beautiful, sunny. I understand. It's Buffalo. Talked about it. 10 minutes north. Lackawanna, West Seneca, getting crushed, right? South Buffalo getting crushed. The downtown area, everything. So when they canceled school, I'm thinking, eh, this kind of, uh, you guys going to have a free day tomorrow. It's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Went to bed last night. Everything was fine. Woke up this morning. There's another foot and a half of snow that just decided right. to come down overnight. And now I'm like, well, Plowmaster 43 is going to make a couple of trips out there. So much so that I ran into mini Plowmaster 89, Mr. Steve Tasker on his little John Deere mini plow thingy. Um, he was all, he's not in the hijack the one from the stadium. It's exactly what I thought. I'm like, he must have driven one, one of those nights. He's like, you know what? This would be really helpful if I mm-hmm. took this little gator and I took it to my house with a plow and yeah. I, I, you know, but he's not, he's in the elements. That's Steve Tasker for you, right? He likes to be out in the elements. I'm a little bit more like I need to be inside my cabin with the heat, right? That's kind of like the the difference. Are the Sabres out of their element based on the newly configured lines because Dylan Cousins is day-to-day joining Jeff Skinner and Matias Samuelson all in the same day-to-day category with upper body injuries? Mm -hmm. Rare are the times without Dylan in the lineup this year. And because we saw line changes over the last couple of games, most notably the swapping of uh, Benson and Middlestat. But as the coach spoke of this morning, it was also more about separating Opozo and Gergensons and Greenway and players of that ilk. So you had, in his words, you know, more straight ahead, straight line play scattered throughout the lineup. But uh, I don't know if you have confirmed with your sources, but the lines of Benson, Thompson, and Tuck, Giergensen's Middlestad and Quinn, Olafson, who's not played in seven of the last eight, with Greenway and Opozo, and Robinson with Krebs and Paterka. Do you believe this to be the first ever time for this configuration of 12? 
I, I believe it is the first uh, time that this configuration of 12 have played together. And I'm just going to do a quick, um, a quick look because I think when I put in this little time machine that I have here, mm-hmm. um, I put Paterka, I put Krebs and I put Robinson together and I click submit. It's like a real time thing here. Um, they've played a total of two and a half minutes together, which would tell me that it is like, you know, end of shifts, start of shifts, maybe mm-hmm. 11 forwards. You kind of roll. They, they played two minutes together. That's five shifts, mm-hmm. right? That's three shifts, four shifts, whatever. That's all that they've played together. So I look at this, these line combination. I'm like, this is new. This is new territory. You could deal I believe with having Skinner out and still having what is or has been a really top nine compared to the top six, bottom six that we had early in the year when Jack Quinn was out. Now you throw that Dylan Cousins in there. And I think what Don Granado is trying to do is, again, staying away from saying, hey, we have a top six and a bottom six. It's trying to try to build as big of a top 12 as you can with responsibilities for the whole top 12, with identity for the whole top 12, each lines. Um, So this is intriguing because, you know, for, for the first time in a long time, as Don mentioned, you don't have Gergensons playing with Oposo, right? You have Paterka, not with Quinn. Like those are duos that we have seen together for the most part of the last two years. And now all of a sudden they're not together anymore. Yes. The most obvious and uh, talk worthy is not having Paterka and Quinn on the same line together in the absence yes. of Dylan. Um, and I don't know what to read into that. Obviously JJ just recently scored for the first time in 13 games. Jack is now goalless in five. And we know that Dylan's goal total was not anywhere expected this year. Now, prior to his injury as he's sitting at seven halfway through the year on the heels of 30 plus last year. So, um, the, and the, the reality is, is, and, and we hammered home this point earlier in the week that over the last 18 to 20 games, they're, Team goals against has come down yes. significantly, even though people might not feel it with a record of nine, seven, and two in the last 18 games. Their goals against has come down. But most recently, it's been really hard to score. They were shut out against Vancouver. They got two goals against San Jose and then an empty mm-hmm. netter, right? So this is not a burgeoning offensive group. So we can't sit here surprised at the at the different looks of the lines. But the reality is, is they're missing, I don't know, take your pick. Like, where would you rank Skinner, Cousins, and Samuelson as far as absences, right? Like, they'd probably fall into your tops. That that would be three of your, what, top seven or eight guys you'd hate to be missing? Um, Yes, that would be that way. And then when you put it together, you're missing... um, what, $20 million, basically? Like, that's what it is, right? <laughs> like, I, I know that you can't always put dollars and cents to, you know, a player's importance, but you're missing $20 million on your cap, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the sideline right now. Skinner, the nine, Dylan Cousins, the seven, and Matias Samuelson, the four. Yeah. So it, it's probably a little over that when you put the uh, the decimals and all of it. So yeah, it's a pretty significant trio that you're missing. Again, I think, you know, against Chicago tonight, I'm not saying it's fine because it's the Chicago Blackhawks, 
But I don't think you need to go out there and score five against Chicago. They've not been able to score a lot lately. They don't have Connor Bedard. They don't have Nick Foligno. They don't have Atenasio, Tyler Johnson. They don't have Taylor Hall. They're missing a ton of bodies, right? And that's just the reality in Chicago. But they're also a team that is licking their wounds right now and saying, we don't care. Like we got Connor Bedard and we are going to get another good draft picks and we're going to move forward building that way. Just like they did with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze and all of those guys. But I'm not so much concerned about tonight's game with the absence of Skinner, Cousins, and Samuelson. But I'm looking at Saturday in Tampa. Tampa is a top 11, what, top 12 goals per game scoring uh, in the NHL this year. Um, you know, they've played some high scoring games and you're going to have to respond with some goals. And right now the Sabres are not scoring a lot. And those, especially Skinner and Cousins, despite the fact that Cousins not performed at the level where he was last year, but still that gives you a better chance to creating some offense. So I'm tonight, I'm not concerned so much, but if it's long term or longer term and it draws into Tampa Saturday and more, um, then I'd be a little bit more concerned. Going back to the uh, Paterka Quinn split here. Um, I would guess I would ask why, like um, if you flipped uh, Paterka and Gergensen's right now, you would have your typical second line. I mean, it would be middle stat with Paterka and Quinn. And then your top line would be Benson with Thompson and talk. Yeah. It would seem like, like, I guess what I'm asking here is what do you think Don is seeing as to why he split up Quinn and Paterka? Okay, so um, both of them are obviously not producing, right? Paterka's got a goal in nine, uh, two points in the last nine. So, and he had been on a good run before that. Now, he wasn't scoring a lot, but he was getting assists. He was getting points. I think he had four points in six games, which over a season, you're getting in the 45, 50 points a year or whatnot at that rate. Um, But when you look at the numbers, you know, in the last, in the 12 games that they've played together, went on the ice together, 110 minutes of ice time together at five on five, four goals for six goals against. Is that what you want from that duo? It's close. I'd like that oh, number the, of goals for it to be at eight. But what were last year's numbers? I get it. The other two guys were rookies, but Dylan had a big year because of how smart those guys played. But I don't think they had a pronounced major edge in goals for and goals again. I could be way wrong here, but my gut tells me they didn't. No, they didn't. So, they didn't. And they were minus eight at the end of the year. Yeah. But there are, as you pointed out, they were in their rookie season. And now you say, hey, I need more, especially without Skinner in the lineup. I need you guys to be able to to give me the production. And the production has not been there. And I get that. That's, you know. But that's overall team production that has gone it, down it this year. It is. So. So instead of, and I, I feel like, and I'm sorry to have gone this way, instead of this feeling like a glass half empty, you know, like what happened to Paterka and Quinn, is there something happening here where he sees Paterka can benefit from a couple of guys who look like they have a little bit of mojo right now in Robinson and Krebs? And I think one of the really, really, really quiet underlying questions this year has been like, what more can you get out of Krebs? What more can Krebs yeah. do? What more does Krebs believe he can do to help this team, right? Because, Marty, I can only imagine, having never lived this, you know, uh, existence, but like you're a first rounder, you're in a hype trade, but then you're 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 positioned more as a role player. Now, last year was kind of exciting because it seemed like everybody was scoring, but that's not been the case this year. 
Nope. But do you believe that there's more in Krebs right now that like maybe Krebs sees this as like, I get JJ tonight. Like, this is great. Um, yeah. And I, like I said, at the start of the show, I think this is more Don Grano saying I could either have a loaded top six and kind of have my, my bottom six kind of just, okay, let's see what you guys can do. Energy for check, whatever, but, or I can try to, to split everything up a little bit so that my 12, right? We're playing Chicago. We didn't have a skate on Tuesday. We had a short morning skate on, on Wednesday, but you know, it's like, how, how can we just longer than usual, longer than usual? Yes. Um, but how can we manage to just have our four lines being one, two, three, four, and we keep going against a Chicago team that it's like San Jose, to be honest with you, like this game against Chicago is a, you have to win. You have to win. It doesn't matter if you win one, nothing, or if you go out and win seven, five, you have to win, but you're looking at how do we best present ourselves or give ourselves a chance to win? Let's go that way. Let's see what we have because we probably will have to do something similar against Tampa on Saturday. And so why not use this game as a, let's try. And if it doesn't work, it's an easy fix. If it doesn't work, it's Paterka goes up and plays with Middlestat and Quinn, um, you know, and then Gergensen comes down and you put him with Oposo. You you can make a small adjustment, but this to me is, I don't think it's an, indi- an indictment or anything negative on Paterka or on Quinn, or right. on Middlestat, or on anybody. It's more of let's try to balance the top 12 mm-hmm. in a way that we can just, you know, not overtax anybody because mm-hmm. the last four days have been weird hockey days with an afternoon Monday, nothing Tuesday, and everything else that's happened since then. And it's a, you know, there's no, again, even with the delay, there's no back-to-back, there's no heavy yeah, burden right now. They play Saturday afternoon, then they don't play till Tuesday. So, yeah, yeah like... Go full bore and get as much as you can. And again, don't be surprised if this lineup looks dramatically different with the return of many, if not all of those injured players on Saturday. We'll see. Like they're all day to day at this point in time. So, so th- this could be a complete one-off in this configuration of 12 that we're mildly obsessed with here to start the show. But, um, it'll all happen in front of Uko Pekalukinen and, um, the Hawks, by the way, are in the, uh, same boat as the Sabres. They are coming off a victory against San Jose. Theirs was far more uh, exciting. It was a nine-round shootout that uh, allowed them to prevail. It was actually pretty comical. They had two instances where the puck looked like it was going to go in. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> it just stopped. One literally stopped on the line. The other one was a slow mover from one post to the next and out and the other side. Out. So, yep. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. But look high- at Chicago quickly, okay? Yes. They lost Connor Bedard. Last five games, they're still two and three without him. But it's not because they're going out there and scoring. And they, they, they haven't scored. They have eight goals for in the last five games without Connor Bedard. Eight. And he's only given up eleven. One of them's an uh, one of them is a uh, uh, an empty net. Yes, one of them's an empty net. So they've given up really ten in five, but mm-hmm. they've scored eight. That's the game you got to expect out of Chicago, right? And if you're Don Granado, you're like, okay, well, let's not expose ourselves by by you know just overplaying a, a top line or a top two line or whatnot. Let's just kind of put it on everybody, put it on everybody to be able to just feel the game and not have this this really like like a ro- a roller coaster go up but then a huge crash because nobody can can get themselves where they need to be 
Uh, nice win for the Amherst last night. Uh, more on that a little bit later, but they had a 6 nothing blasting of Lehigh Valley. Eric yes. Comrie has really enjoyed his brief time at Blue Cross Arena. He can forget the outdoor game in Charlotte, but his two games at home, he's been number one star. Last night, he was extremely good early on in the game, and then the offense just kind of kept building and building and building, and a lot of guys that hadn't uh, been able to score in a long time were able to help the cause. So, uh, again, more on that later. A lot of interesting stuff around the NHL, and and I'll, we'll, we'll quiz Darren Dreger on this at the bottom, but uh, you see that um, surprising development yesterday with uh, with Diamond Sports and, yes, uh, and Amazon. Amazon? Like, it's one of the, like, so obviously for those that, probably been unintentionally paying a little attention to this if that makes any sense like obviously bally sports came on board they have 15 major league teams so sorry 15 nba teams 11 nhl 11 nba yeah for regional sports networks and then all of a sudden they fell hard into bankruptcy and some teams started you know breaking away from that carrier producing their own yeah, and going over the air, you know, direct to home. Yeah. Um, so it has been very uncertain for each of the three leagues and the teams that are involved with Diamond uh, slash Bally. Uh, it's going to get rebranded if it continues here. So that's why we can pretty yeah. much park the Bally reference. But anyway, they've surprisingly, and I say this because that was the reaction from all three leagues when this thing came out yesterday was, hey, we've got an agreement with Amazon and Amazon Prime and streaming this and blah, blah, blah. And every all the leagues are like, uh, this is the first we're hearing of this, you know. And so, like, it might be not a cause for celebration just yet. Like, I have a feeling like the lawyers are going to have a field day picking this thing apart. I mean, but in the end, the teams that were in agreement with Bally and Diamond, uh, you know, they have had a major struggle the last year and a half having to deal with all of that. And a lot well, of it was not so much Major League Baseball, because at the start of the baseball season, like they came out and said, our contracts and Major League Baseball and the teams will be all set. But we don't know where we're going to go next year with yeah. NBA and NHL. But not every, the bills weren't getting paid. It was well, one thing for problem. somebody to yes. step in and produce, but the money was not coming the way it was supposed to be coming. How yes. could it when some teams a did not get their front payment? But yeah. the tricky part of all of this is oh, it's one thing to say, hey, great, Amazon, they stream, this will be great. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The intricacies are going to be, yeah, but what did the deal actually say? And does Amazon, even with an investment of over $100 million, have the rights to just pick up the streaming here when the streaming is supposed to be owned by this yep. and or that? You know what I mean? So this well, is- I think that in the end, what I would always say in those situations is there's a lot of smart people that will look at the fine print, and but they will eventually come up with a solution uh, because this, I feel would be a very positive step for a lot of um, the teams around the NHL, but other sports. And not only that, moving forward, as we know, uh, there's been some rumors, and I think that's more of in a Canadian market thing, but you know, Sportsnet has gotten the, the national rights in Canada, and we've seen what TNT and ESPN have been able to do as a combined national provider for you know the NHL in the U.S., that they're saying Canada can open the door to having multiple partners on the national level. Sportsnet, TSN, you know, CBC, Canada, whatever. But Netflix and Amazon were in the rumors of discussion as that it could be mm-hmm. a Canadian platform to broadcast national games. And we saw what the NFL did with Peacock and with Amazon this year. Like that Kansas City Chiefs-Miami Dolphin game Saturday night was – it was a record-breaking game for Peacock. The amount of subscriber, well, yeah, the amount but of zero watch- times zero is zero. You have to remember that. Yes, they they did it just so they could say it was a record. They didn't have very many people watching compared to what a normal game would have. That's compared to, to what careful. a normal game would, would have, so. yes. But that's also because the NFL has always been this team where you know CBS. Fox, NBC, ESPN. And if you don't have ESPN and your team is playing, it's on ABC. Like it's always been a network type of, of show, but they've branched out uh, with Amazon and now Peacock. I feel like the rest of the world of sports is going to kind of follow a little bit of what the NFL has done. And the NHL right now should be paying close attention to Amazon and how that's going to impact and hopefully move the needle forwards with all of them. Yeah, agreed. I mean, that's the hope for all of them here. Um, anyway, Darren Dreger, we'll talk a little bit more about that, uh, maybe <laughs> at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we shall see on that front. But um, last night, um, league MVP, Sam Reinhardt, oh. extended his uh, goal scoring. St- so this is this is the crazy part for Sam. So it's not just a new Florida Panthers franchise record scoring yeah. a goal in eight straight games. It's the longest goal-scoring streak in the NHL this year. But you can't really talk about it unless you actually talk about the specifics of it, which is its own record, which is he's scored a special teams goal in eight straight. And it's not like he's just scoring on the power play. He has been a very significant shorthanded goal scorer in the NHL this year, has now done it in back-to-back games. And last night, it was a shorthanded goal early that allowed him to extend the streak. Ultimately, they lost, of course, because the Sabres <laughs> would have preferred they won yes. based on the out-of-town scoreboard. But uh, as it turned out, Detroit ended up rallying in overtime. But I just saw a little note. I don't know if you saw the same one from the NHL about 
perhaps one of the reasons why Reinhardt is having more success this year. And that is his shot speed. And he has registered 14 shot attempts of 80 plus miles an hour so far this year, which is more than double his count in 21-22 and besting his season total from last year. So I find he's shooting, this in- he's shooting and I, I don't know. I don't have the numbers in that he's shooting more this year because what Sam used to always do is deflections, tap ins, little rebounds in front. I feel like Sam, by my eye test, has either shot more on the rush and also has backed himself off and away from the crease like his power play goals are all bumper goals like we used to remember sam reinhardt being a net front presence on the power play not so much of a bumper guy but now he can actually register more speed on the shot because of his position but um you know that the fact that he's got six power play goals two short end goals in the last you know, eight games is is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's a record that I don't know that we're going to see anybody do because it's the timing of it has to be so incredibly uh, special. Like if mm-hmm. you're the second power play and the first group goes in and scores, let's say because you were on the ice, penalties drawn, the other group goes in, they score, you don't get a chance to score a power play goal, right? Because mm-hmm. the other team did it or the other, you know, unit did it. And then you get on, you score a power play goal. You get a chance shorthanded, you do. But the biggest story out of that game for me is who was in net for Detroit and who is saving Detroit's season right now, just like he did with the Florida Panthers last year. Shocker. That's Alex Lyon. Alex mm-hmm. Lyon in his last six uh, games is mm-hmm. 5-0-1. In his last seven, in his last, no, eight, he's 6-1-1. and that's that's unbelievable. Like right now, why you don't know, you do me a favor and during the break backtrack it to the tail end of last year's regular season and marry those two numbers. See how many losses he actually has. Well, he lot. doesn't have a whole lot, but the funny thing right. is that he wasn't playing a lot last year until they had to at the end of the year because oh, Sergey mm-hmm. Bobrovsky was sick ill in Montreal did not start that night and Villiuso gets on a string, right? Mm-hmm. This year in Detroit, he's the third goalie. They have Villiuso, they have James Reimer. So Alex Lyon's not the guy you're going to rely upon. And then, whoop, you know what? Over the last two and a half weeks, he's played everyone but one game. Mm-hmm. And now Detroit is finding themselves in a top three spot in the in the Atlantic Division, bumping Toronto out of the top three and putting Toronto in a wild card spot. Toronto's only two points up on the Pittsburgh Penguins, Washington Capitals, and New York Islanders. I mean, Toronto is looking back now at saying, oh, we have company, guys. Like, that's really what a four-game losing streak and a Detroit Red Wings team that's hot is going to cause in the Atlantic Division. Detroit's on a seven-game point streak. To go back to Reinhardt for a second, last year, which was yet another 30-goal season for him, he had 227 shots on goal, which was a career high. He's on pace to basically replicate that number again this year. However, in his last three seasons, where he's basically, he had the the one COVID year was a 54-gamer. He would have easily scored more than 30. He had a 19.2 shooting percentage. Then the next year, it was 17.7. And even last year, scoring 31, he was down to 13.7, which is still a fine number. But this year, he is leading the league at a 27.7 shooting percentage. It's like he can't miss. It is amazing. 27.7, Duffer, you just said? Yes. Okay, so 27.7 
is that the goaltenders have a 72.3% save percentage. Imagine a goalie that has a 732. You wouldn't, because he wouldn't like, be in the league. They wouldn't be in the league. They wouldn't even play <laughs> professional hockey. If goalies come out and they say, I'm doing pretty good. I got a 732 save percentage. No, no, you're not, right? That's the number that Sam Reinhardt is is basically effect, like afflicting on goalies right now. That's incredible. Did you say afflicting or inflicting? Inflicting, inflicting. Because we, we've re- recently discovered that there's a thing out there called uh, Marty's English lessons. Yes, and yes, there so is. I, so I just wanted to make sure that that I was hearing it correctly and that I wasn't being confused. Now, everything in the in the English dictionary goes when you go to Marty's English lessons. Okay. Everything goes. Well, I hate doing this. You know, I hate doing this. But I also want to make people aware that you wouldn't have said what you just said about a 700 save percentage running a guy out of the league unless you believed it to be true. And unfortunately, your save percentage. Oh, yeah. Was seven sixty three in your in your final run in the NHL? I, I got so, out of the league, but I did it because I knew before somebody asked me to get out of the league, I said I'm out. I could see the the numbers. Which, by the way, our little segment during the San Jose game with the Tomas Hurdle goal yes. was like a very popular viral moment that was picked up by so many other like fun uh, like Instagram and social media outlet like Bleacher Report and Bar Down and whatnot. It was, it actually carried a lot of, you know, momentum throughout that day, afternoon game on Monday, right? Like, and then it carries through the afternoon and the evening. I had so many people mentions really? on, on social media because of that, but it was carried by other outlets that have really significant oh, following. We so. were, we were on in Canada on Monday. That's why. Oh, that's why. Yes. So yes, it, it was, I, it was I get a, I get a text from my mother. <laughs> with a thumbs up and a heart emoji when we're on or thumbs down and like, boo, like if she's not getting our feed and because they're picking so. up the other team's feed or yeah, whatnot. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, so, anyway, we, uh, well, give some produce, give some love to producer Joe Pinter because it I was called him at 9am this morning okay. to tell him as I was plowing around, cause I was up in Hamburg and I'm like, maybe I should keep driving to Angola to yeah. producer Joe's spot. But uh, no, he said they only got a couple of inches of snow overnight and he was all good. Joe tends to undersell everything. They probably got six feet and he's going to come in all disheveled. And anyway, he'll be here (laughs) that much. I know he will absolutely be here. And this is now we're getting into this really small window where I'm going to be inside the arena an awful lot because we have a game tonight and then we have the bandits tomorrow. And then we got the early start for kids takeover day on Saturday when Tampa rolls in. So I'm if the weather is good and you feel safe coming down to the arena, please come and join us for Tucker Out Lymphoma Night tomorrow as the Bandits are playing host to the New York Riptide. Tucker has been, Marty, I think you said it best yesterday. I mean, he has, um, he is, he is just what this organization believes in, right? He's an identity for this organization. They rallied around him and his family in his battle. And every year, even though Tucker can't be on the floor with us. Um, his presence is so massive in this organization and in this lacrosse community. So to get your tickets, you can scan the QR code on the screen or 
Go to bandits.com slash tickets. Uh, Buffalo coming off just an incredible comeback win against Rochester last weekend. And of course, because it is Tucker out lymphoma night, uh, 7.30 start, auctions throughout uh, all the benefit pediatric cancer care. And we look forward to seeing you in bandit land. Darren Dreger is next here on Sabres Live. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.